Welcome everybody to You've Been Programmed Vibrate Into A New Reality podcast. We are David and Alicia. We are a former married couple of 11 years, together for 14 years, and we are here to break old programs. We are here to share perspectives to help you expand as you enter your new reality and as you welcome yourself into this new earth. And so we are very excited to, to share these perspectives with you, share our experiences with you, and help you move forward into your new next chapter of your earthly experience. Let's get started. All right, here we are. You've been programmed number 10. It took <laughs> us three months or so to do our 10th podcast, but we're here. And Maybe even more. I mean, it's June, middle of June. Yeah, March is when COVID started. This year has flown <laughs> by. March is still like the beginning of the year. <laughs> I don't even know what's happened. Everything went on pause. But this is where the quantum yeah. realities start to work. When you step out of the dimension of time, like we've all kind of had that opportunity, if you think about it, to step out of time a little bit. Like maybe we're on a little looser schedule. Maybe we're not on a regular way that we were used to things being, always having to be somewhere at a certain time, always having to hustle and bustle. Like we, mm -hmm. I think we've all collectively been required to do a little slowdown. In the big picture of things is a good thing. Well, I mean, that's something I've been manifesting on for a while, the slowdown process in general. As I learn more about breathing and tantra and alternative ways to use our internal energy a lot of it is regarding slowing down and i wrote down before we started on this podcast that some of the current things that have been happening since we last spoke the coronavirus pandemic you know this global thing that's going on uh, i'm sure we'll have some things to share from an energetic standpoint like on our perspective the george floyd thing that's really really kicked the top of the ant pile and just everything coming out when it comes to like oppression and this cycle of like racial inequality and stuff that in the United States prominently, but now it's kind of a global, there's global support generating. And I think this is finally the one that's really going to help us move forward. Um, and then just, of course, always coming back to the state of consciousness. But as I wrote down internal growth and expansion, is that what each individual is doing or should be doing? I think at first it was a little bit of panic, like, what am I going to do? Um, if you have children, like the kids are at home and what are you going to do if you usually go to work and now you're not able to go to work and what are you going to do when like you typically go do these things on Friday nights or Wednesday nights and now everything is a Zoom meeting. So there has been so much transition and I would say expansion into learning new things, looking at everything as an opportunity to learn. Everything is opportunity for expansion and growth and I think all of us that are listening to this but all of us that are still breathing are no longer who we were three months ago when this thing started. We've kind of used this as an opportunity to learn. And of course, there's probably some fatigue as well. But what I'm feeling is really light and really free and rejuvenated and reinvigorated. And, and um, if you can hear the birds, they don't, they don't hurt in the background either here in the jungle of Costa Rica. It's still a very magical place. We've got half day of sun and a half day of rain. <laughs> Yeah, it's full-on rainy season now. The cicadas have stopped. One of our last podcasts, they were like humming mm. in the background. I, I kind of miss them, but 
first of all, I received this mantra in my mind yesterday, and it was, everything is perfect. Everything is perfect. And so if you catch yourself getting off track or going down the worry path or going down the fear path, you know, you can honor those things, honor the fears that come up, honor, honor the change, honor all of the struggle or the chaos, whatever you perceive as going on out there in the world and get back to finding acceptance with what's happening and a deep trust in what's happening. And the way that I've been seeing all of this shift is I've been sensing and feeling like a collective wake-up or a global wake-up for some time, Hmm. like a global spiritual awakening. And I didn't know what that would look like. And when you first take a glance at a virus or something like that, and really what's happened, I mean, who could have ever predicted that things would be pretty much on lockdown and shut down. And there's a lot of different stories of why this is really happening and what's really going on out there. But from a higher perspective, this has come to shake shit up. Mm-hmm. Shake it up in your own life. Shake it up in the world. Shake it up in the earth. And we're seeing that happen. And the outside is a reflection of the inside. And from a collective perspective, what we're seeing out there has a lot to do with what's going on with us inside. So our fears and our shadows and our separation and our judgments are all coming out and we're seeing it played out in all of the stories. And I don't want to make light of any of the situations that are going on, but that's how this works. From an individual and a collective perspective, what's going on in the inside is what's what we're seeing on the outside. It always works that way without exception. There's no other way to play this game of consciousness. And um, so I see this as this beautiful awakening for a lot of us because our fears are coming up. And it takes chaos and it takes change and it takes things going a little differently to bring true transformation. And so I feel transformed. I know you do. I mean, we've been in our own little cocoons while Mm -hmm. all of this has been happening and like learning how to adjust with the kids full time and and just a change an abrupt change and that's what awakenings look like so you know ask yourself where you are right now with all of this and what is your perspective on all of this and since we're on the subject since our podcast is called you've been programmed pay attention to the programming Because our media is having a lot of fun right now. And the media is programmed. The media is programming. And so depending on what dimension you're in, depending on what perspective you take in the world, depending on if you think for yourself or not, depends on who's influencing you and your fears and your emotions and your separation and your information. And so I haven't owned a TV, we haven't owned a television in two plus years. And even before that, we had gotten rid of cable a long time before that. And so we had slowly been stepping out of that world and I could see how it was leading us to our own self-awareness. Because when we're busy watching everything outside of us like a movie, we're a little numb to what's really going on inside of us. Mm -hmm. When you shut all of that stuff off, you start to really have a bigger sense of what's going on inside you. You feel the feelings. You observe the changes. 
So this is an opportunity right now to really pay attention to whether or not you're being programmed by what's out there because the media likes to put people against each other. And so we've got to learn to start to think for ourselves. We've got to learn to start to think for ourselves. And so I would just encourage you in these times, if you really still actually watch TV and if you scroll through Facebook and this stuff is jacking you up and this stuff is bringing out your, the worst of you, your emotions, your anger, your frustration, your separation, the goal here is unity. So you must pay attention to anything that separates and divides. And pay attention to your judgments, the judgments of yourself and the judgments of others in these times. And so let's be careful about drawing lines in the sand about someone being right and someone being wrong and there being a right way and a wrong way. And I do bring this back to multidimensionality. We are multidimensional beings, and what does that mean? It means that at any given moment, we can be living in a different dimension than another person. Mm -hmm. And a dimension is just a perspective. It's a way of looking at things. And so imagine and understand that it can feel like you're in a different world than another person. I mean, I know it does for us. We're mm -hmm. here in Costa Rica where... This thing exists, but not, not really, not in the same way. I haven't touched a face mask. Like, I'm just not there. And there's no judgment for anybody that wears them or has to or, or anything like that. But we're not in that reality. And so I'm not obligated to feel any kind of fear of this whole world falling mm -hmm. apart. Like, I'm still living in my heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You know, sometimes I can get pulled in for a second and see all of the stuff that's going on and the fights. And, and people could be like, why aren't you in the middle of this? You know, what are you fighting for? What do you believe in? And you know what? I believe in peace within my individual unit. I believe in peace within myself because as within, so without. And so I have peace within myself and I see it outside of me. And you can even do that amongst a world of chaos mm -hmm. and so it can feel like there's no judgment here there's no hierarchy here of a good place and a bad place there's no duality here of what's good and bad and right and wrong but can we just trust and accept where we are and also trust and accept where anybody else is and how they're handling the situation without any judgments and understand that we're starting to really see how we can all live in different worlds amongst each other and that that can be okay too. So yeah. that's what I've been feeling at least is there's like a whole multidimensional system that's being shown now. You can see that there are people right now that are like, oh my God, all this stuff is happening. It's scary, the end of the mm -hmm. world, you know, and fighting this and this and that. And then there could be someone that's, feeling total peace and acceptance and love in their mm -hmm. heart. And remember, dimensions are just perspectives. So, and we get to choose our perspective, and we get to choose our dimensions based on our heart frequencies, mm -hmm. based on the way we're looking at things, fear or love. How we know what side of that that we're choosing is that our body doesn't lie. Mm -hmm. Our body will indicate whether we're in a state of love or if we're in a state of fear our body will tell us through our consistency of our breathing, the tension in our body, the ailments that our body is notifying us of, 
or the lightness, the freeness, the strength that your body is operating at. You know, I wanna go back to something that Alicia shared originally, and we, we've used the word perfect and perfection in many, many different ways, but I just wanna read you what the actual definition is of perfect, because we are the only one of us in this existence, so we are as perfect as perfect could be because we are our own unique divine self. So perfect is having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics as good as it's possible to be. So if we are already, I guess you could say pre-wired, or we came here as these beautiful, divine, perfect creatures, that's part of the first step in us waking up and being open and living really in joy and peace is to come into awareness and acceptance of who we are as a perfect creation that prevents us from having to carry around a bunch of weight and density and programs from the outside world. Once we clear all the outside programming, we become so much more free. That's what we're all wanting to do in this process. If you're listening to this podcast, there's some programs that you're already letting go of for you to even click play and start to listen to something that's called you've been programmed. I guess the hyperbole or the fun spin on this is that we used to be married. We're no longer married. And yet we're collaborating and working together to bring awareness to that the program of the old world of when you separate from somebody is that you don't communicate, you don't get along, you don't work together, you don't collaborate, you make it difficult. And that was just one of the fun things that we broke as a program. And that's just one program, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as Alicia was sharing, it's like, what story are you believing? What stories have you believed for a long time? And where did you start believing them from? You know, challenge where your beliefs came from. Really challenge them and contemplate. And then you don't even have to ask yourself. Your body will tell you, but ask yourself, how do I feel? How do I feel when I'm with this person? Or how do I feel when I'm in this situation? Or how do I feel when I'm listening to this or watching this or participating in this? How is my energy? How is my breathing? The more at peace you are with your breathing, the more aligned you are with your purpose. And what Alicia was sharing and the word that she may have been searching for that instantly came up is radical change. This is like a radical change in our realities. And we either can ride the wave, you know, like whether you've surfed or bodyboarded or whatever, when you ride a wave, it's pretty easy. It's pretty nice. It's almost like going downhill on wheels. It's just smooth. Or do you want to get crushed by the wave, just stand there where the wave breaks and it just slams you, right? It's like you have the choice. And, um, and judgment is one of those things that prohibits us from really being open, from really moving freely, you know? For me, sometimes judgment is driving a BMW down like a mountainous road, a huge, terrible terrain where you want a four by four and you're driving this sport coupe. It doesn't work. It's gonna make the road a lot rockier, a lot more difficult. And then just one thing, as we were just talking about inward growth and expansion, we are a direct reflection of our inner world. So everything on the outside world is just a mirror to us. We each have individual responsibilities. And as we accept that, we go deep and we start looking at our inner self. We start looking at our shadows and uncovering our shadows. We start looking at our programs. We start finding answers within ourselves. And the, the beauty in that is it actually affects more people than just ourselves. It starts affecting our surroundings. It starts affecting our life's work. It starts affecting our relationships. And it's a contagious thing. It's the domino effect, right? The other side of that can be true as well. If we continue to feed sickness and fear and 
trauma and disease and dis-ease, then we're going to attract that as well. We're going to continue to spread that as well. And I really like to use the pie chart analogy. I go to this all the time. If you have a pie chart and you have four equal pieces of pie and you focus on nature, self, and service being three major quadrants of that pie, that's your energy, right? That you show up as yourself, that you spend time connecting with nature, and then your service is sharing your beautiful gifts with the world. The other 25% is like your existence as a human, your responsibilities. But what I notice is that that other category, that other pie, that includes other people's dramas, other people's relationships, it includes gossip, our past, our future, their past and future, our generational family's history, our social responsibilities, that ends up taking up the entire energetic pie and then we're misaligned. Mm -hmm. So once we can come into our optimal way of running this little avatar we've got here, the more free that we'll feel, the more free our body will feel and the more in alignment we'll be and that's all going back to breaking the programs, letting go of things that are no longer serving us, wiping clean, limiting beliefs. And each day is a new day. Each day is a new day. And what you just said, too, about being misaligned, you know, we we put a lot of focus on the daily responsibility stuff, and we forget to prioritize all the other things that really matter that have a lot more to do with our inner that reflects our outer. And so... You know, when you get caught up in the busy world and you don't have that time for yourself, you'll feel misaligned mm -hmm. <laughs> in some ways. Even if you keep telling yourself, this is how you do it, fake it till you make it, work hard, play hard, like all of the things that we'll tell ourselves, no pain, no gain, all of the stuff that we tell ourselves, the programs of like, this is hard and this is a struggle and it's hard work, but someone's got to do it. Like, these are the things that we've been told. But when you ride the wave, when you are in alignment, when you are fully aligned with your being, with your truth, with something I'd like to call your quantum blueprint, which is where I like to bring in the human design mechanics and the gene keys, which I've been helping people with. It's like, when you connect with who you decided to be before you got here. You know, it's like you plugged it into a computer before you came into this physical form. And I want to do this, and I want to be like this, and I want to learn this and experience that. You kind of created an alignment for yourself or a blueprint for yourself, even though you might not realize it until we're talking here right now. We all did. And we're all meant to be different. We're not here to conform and all be the same. That's, that's what's so beautiful when you start looking at codes and and blueprints is it's like we are all designed so different we process emotions different we're designed to make decisions differently we're designed to work with people differently some of us are designed to work in small groups some of us are designed to work in big groups and our programming though has usually been stronger and just kept us along through well this is what you've got to do because you got to make this and you got to make this and so that's where the stress usually comes from. That's where the breakdowns usually come from. And that's where the not feeling fulfilled. Even when you feel like you're acing the test in the American Dream Program, for an example, that you could still feel like there's a little something out there that's scratching or that just is like missing or something like that. And so we start to look for the ways and the information and the resources and tools that can help us come into alignment with ourselves. And even without external tools, 
I think the most important thing is using the body. Like DH said, the body never lies. And so we're looking for the feels and we're looking for what feels right. So we're shifting to the feels and the body and the heart and not the mind and what we think we're supposed to do, what we've always done and what we've been programmed to do. We're shifting from the logical mind that needs to explain and justify and talk about how things are supposed to be to the heart and how things feel. When we start really trusting the body and how it feels and what feels right for you, and that's the answer to everything. Like when someone is sharing what's going on in their life, I'm like, well, how does that feel for you? It's not about my opinion and what I think's right. Does that feel right for you? Do you ask yourself these questions? Hmm. You know, do you allow your body to communicate back to you when your body's not feeling right? Does it go? Does it tell you? Does it allow you to say, you know what? I'm in misalignment somewhere. I'm not aligned with myself right now that's why this is feeling this way which means that you might be if you're not aligned with yourself trying to align with someone else or something else or some other way of how you thought things are supposed to be which is taking you out of your alignment and this is what sovereignty actually is it's about what's right for you and not about what's right for someone else or in society and so that has to be a goal. It's, it's not even about enlightenment or spiritual awakening or any of that stuff. It's about feeling good in your own body. And we were designed, we did come here as perfection. And we are designed to feel good. And we are designed to use the feels as the compass <clears throat> that creates our reality and that leads us. And so if we're constantly in a state of not feeling good, we're going to continue to create a state of not feeling good because we're creating from our fields. We're creating our fields. We're creating from our fields, our feelings, and mm -hmm. our field of energy, our energy body, our mm -hmm. emotional body. That's so good. The last part that came out was that the sensors that our body has, as it shows us all of these things, when we start connecting to the non-physical, you know, I was watching Yoga by Adrian. Maybe some people do that as well. But she basically asked us in one of these yoga sessions is, here's your physical body. We're stretching. She's like, today I want you to just connect with your non-physical, that which is behind the physical. And she used the word essence. And just these types of things you start hearing. And if you're not aware of them, like I was not aware of a lot of this stuff, I just continued to tell myself to be open to new information Know that I'm not a finished product. Know that there's stuff for me to learn and expand upon. And understanding that our mind eventually has to stop overriding what our soul or spirit or non-physical or internal indicators are. For instance, it could be pushing too hard at work. It could be not sleeping enough and then over-caffeinating yourself. You're overriding your body's indications that you're not in alignment. Talking about the four bodies, they're all hungry and they require different food. Your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, your spiritual body, these are all things that we need to feed equally. And if you notice that one of them is out of balance, as in maybe you're really used to being physically strong, you put a lot of energy into your physical body continue to do that. Lean on that strength. Lean on 
that's your go-to, but allow it to be a contagious leader that guides you into your mental expansion, your emotional expansion, your emotional being energy in motion. That's kind of your gateway from your physical to your non-physical world is the emotion. I experienced that this past year when I was sharing that I hadn't cried in like 15 years. I had three children. I'm pretty soft. You know, I'm pretty in tune with my, what I would classify my emotion, but I wasn't able to express in that way. And I'm not just saying you have to cry. That's the one pathway to emotion. But for me, it opened up a gateway of energy that was just pent up, that was stuck in resistance and suppression. And we no longer can survive as a species if we're caging, we're overriding what our body is telling us that it wants to be free in. It wants to be free with emotion. It could be something simple what your kid does. It could be a little a movie. It could be tears of joy. It doesn't really matter, but maybe it's, this is a, a message that I share with a lot of men because we were taught in a different methodology. We were guided that, you know, man up, you know, wipe those tears from your face, don't cry. You know, don't be a sissy or don't be a wimp. I know this is a bit of a tangent, but this is a very powerful message that I've been absorbing is that we were told those, my generation, and it was probably going on before that, but the shift is happening. These young people don't need to latch onto that program. Those are expired programs that I am feeling responsibility to completely break. So that is no longer being carried consciously and collectively in our universe, which can essentially almost like weigh down the, the beauty and the joy and the bliss and those types of elements that allow us connectivity to our multidimensional self because we're not just here for the human experience. That's something as we clear the clutter, as we deprogram, we start to become open for space and to feed our those bodies that now are hungry for more content and more information. I love what Alicia talks about with blueprint, like all of us having a blueprint, all of us having a set of codes. You know, there's a lot we didn't just show up here. There's some detail behind it. And as I start learning more and more about myself through that pathway, because part of what I wrote down as we started talking is, as people listen to this podcast is like, what are some of the resources? Like, what are some of the ways that they can tap into some things that they're open to? And I know that that's one thing that you coach people on and you're really passionate about. And it's answered a lot of questions that you've had as you started shifting. And now it's doing the same for me. And just being hungry to change, being hungry to shift, being hungry to expand, being hungry to learn and grow because it's like a powerful magnet pulling us through this. I used this analogy the other day. It's like, you know when you have two sides of the magnet, but it's like backwards, so it's like gets there, but it won't like actually latch on. Mm -hmm. But then when you actually shift it and then the magnet connects the right way, that pull, that strength is extremely powerful. That's our individual alignment. We will feel that level of connectivity when we are aligned with our path, which goes through back to the original purpose of this podcast well and you could say that magnetic force is the universe itself pulling us and actually i was just reading gene key 45 this week every week i do a free contemplation of the gene keys on zoom on wednesdays and uh, we were reading 45 and it was talking about number one it was talking about in general we have grown up or been conditioned with this fear to constrict and restrict and kind of hold back and it's become just a natural process of ours that we don't even realize we do. Like many processes, that's really what the subconscious is all about, is that we just don't even realize some of the habits and some of the ways that we do things. 
And so a lot of the reason why we do that is because there's fear in what happens next and there's not a deep trust in the magnetic pool mm -hmm. of the universe. There's not a deep trust in what's happening. And so we believe sometimes that when we retreat and restrict and constrict that we're protecting ourselves. And so I would say that's a big uh, protective mechanism that we do with constriction of our heart. Mm -hmm. You know, even if somebody hurts us, we contract or we constrict our heart. If we've been hurt in the past or in any situation, you find yourself closing the heart. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that you'll never grow. And that's the way you'll never shift in the higher dimensions. And that's the way that you'll never raise your frequency because you shift your frequency through the love in your heart, through the compassion in your heart, through the acceptance in your heart. And so it's just interesting that you said that with the magnet because it was kind of an example in a different way within Gene Key 45. And, you know, going back to what you mentioned about crying, you know, there is nothing wrong with crying. And in fact, crying is one of the most powerful ways to move energy. And I've seen this image of my heart breaking open when I cry very similar to as a woman's giving birth or preparing for birth and she's having contractions. And as she has contractions, it's opening up her body. I see the tears as opening up the heart. Every time you release the tears, you're opening the heart. You don't even have to know why you're doing it. It's opening your heart. It's loosening the heart. You could imagine that your heart has been wound almost like barbed wire around the heart to protect it or to keep it shut or to keep it closed from experiences you've had in your life, from times that you've been hurt, from things that people have said to you, whatever it may be, from your own fears, from fears you've been taught, from previous relationships, all of that. We close the heart, we close the heart, we protect the heart, we're afraid to open it. And so... When we're willing to connect with the emotions, tears just mean you're connected to your emotions, and we must all go there. As DH was talking about, you know, there's so many bodies here, the physical, the emotional, the energy, the mental. And so I didn't know any better. I was only connected to my physical body. You eat, you sleep, you work out. That's all I was really thinking about. I wasn't thinking about my emotions. I wasn't thinking about my thoughts. And so, you know, sure, you can be really good at the physical. You can lift heavy weights. You can do all those things. You can be really strong there. But if you're not strong in your mind, if you're not strong in your emotions, if you don't understand that those have a very deep role and a big part to play in your reality, then the subconscious is controlling you without you even realizing it. And so what's so interesting about how this world works is that every relationship in our lives, we bring it in. Because this is a consciousness game. That's all we are, is consciousness playing with consciousness. And so when we bring in a relationship of any sort, our family, our loved ones, our children, our friends, our enemies, our neighbors, our parents, they're just here to reflect back to us the unconscious, subconscious pieces of ourselves that we can't see. And until we get conscious enough to realize it, we think that there's shitty people out there. And we blame it all on them. And we don't understand by why so-and-so's a dick. And why this person is so irritating. And why this person is so frustrating. And why this person hurt you. 
We don't understand it. We see it as outside of us, as separate from us, as an enemy to us. When we start seeing everyone around us as an ally, and we start getting into true consciousness, then we start welcoming these opportunities as ways to see the wounds and the hurts within ourselves that we just didn't see before. And you can start doing this in the snap of a finger. You just have to be willing to step out of victim consciousness. Because victim consciousness thinks, the bad guys are out there, they did me wrong, why'd they do this to me, why is this happening to me? And you are welcome to think like that. Again, I'm here to support any and all in their journey and their perspective. However, if you are here and wanting to grow and wanting to expand and wanting to open your heart and wanting to free yourself, free yourself, find freedom, you must be willing to let go of those perspectives that everyone outside of you is the problem and we start taking a really honest look at why do I keep attracting the same types of patterns to myself? Why do I keep having these same types of emotions? Why do I keep having these same types of run-ins? What is this really here to show me with my own inner work and what I really need to do? And then that's where shadow work can come in and understanding that we have wounds within the self based on how we grew up and based on old traumas and based on old fears. And so we openly and lovingly start to accept and honor those things as they come up. And this is how we, this is how we heal ourselves. This is therapy at its finest. Therapy at its finest is that there's nobody to blame out there. And we start looking inside and we empower ourselves. Even the gecko says so. Mm. I don't know if you can hear that on the speaker, but the geckos here make this crazy noise. I, when I first heard it, I thought it was birds. So anyways, you know, it's so important that we understand the bigger picture of consciousness and how it works. And when we start to trust the world that way, I guarantee you, you can do nothing but empower and heal yourselves. Mm. And you know what's so cool about it? What empowerment is about is that you have the control over it. You are not powerless. And this is where you step into true sovereignty. Because non-sovereignty means, well, I don't have any control over mm -hmm. it. This is just the hand I was dealt, and this is how things go. Sovereignty says, when I understand how all of this works, I accept it, I forgive it, I love it, and I can change it. So if mm. you don't like what you're experiencing, now you understand that these are the ways that consciousness works. And you start working with your fields of energy, not just your physical body. There's so much more beyond that. In fact, what you're creating in your physical world comes from your energy field. So we got to start playing in that field. We got to start understanding that field. We got to start understanding the emotions and the energy. As we're discussing this, I'm always thinking of like how people can shift, how things that we may discuss on this podcast may help awaken or activate or be a catalyst in someone shifting, right? Because many times just you and I sitting and talking activates and provides a catalyst for my own self, the things that I'm missing because you're a different perspective. You're studying different things. You're channeling different messages. You're a completely different being. And then when you put our two energies together, we can merge them to create what we deliver, the messages that we share, the perspectives that we share and kind of feed off of one another. I just finished a mindfulness certification and I had heard the word mindfulness all the time and didn't really know what that meant. But as we're talking, 
when we don't really know where to start, we feel a shift happening, but we may not understand where to go, what to do, how to do it. If you can think of the term mindfulness, it correlates to what we were talking about being slow. Mindfulness is bringing your awareness to your present moment and what is right in front of you, right here, right now. And so think of the things in our life that we could incorporate mindfulness into that will help us slow down, that will help increase our breathing, that will help us be more self-aware, that will help us care for ourselves more and have more self-love. But also what it does is since it allows us to slow down and be more efficient, it allows us to see the world with a more openness. It allows us to be more productive. It allows us to open up our heart and the fluidity of our body and our flow. And so for instance, some of those easy examples are, are eating. We all eat, most of us eat. How fast are we eating? Are we savoring the bite? Do we consciously taste it? Do we send gratitude to the food before we eat it and just bless it with love, right? I have three children. This is something I needed to work on. Mm -hmm. I'm used to having kids at a table and they're a ticking time bomb. If they finish their food before me, it becomes crazy. And so I try to wolf my food down really quick. Another one is driving. When we're mindful, when we're driving, we're not really super concerned about someone that may jump in front of us in traffic. Um, or you know, you're at a four-way stop sign and you wave the other person on. There's little things, how we're walking, how we're talking, how we're listening to somebody. Is it mindful or are we waiting for our turn to talk? These things affect your overall energy and how you show up in your truth. And you want free and flow and grace. And so just bringing mindfulness to some of the things that you do, this is going in a completely different, different direction. I'm not really gonna tap into this, but when you think about being intimate with your partner, you know, if it's mindful, if it's a dance, and if it's elegant, and if it's slow, it's almost like this beautiful movement of wind and water as you connect your energies, as you share those moments. Or is it some super abrupt, aggressive, boom, 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 done, give me a cigarette, go to sleep type of thing. Like that isn't intimacy. That isn't the capacity to how our bodies are supposed to merge together. That's like an old way of like getting a stress relief. So my point is this bringing mindfulness versus mindlessness. They're opposite. You know, when you say something mindless or think something mindless, there's no depth behind it. There's no content. It's very on the surface. So just bringing mindfulness into the things that you do on a daily basis, how fast and hard are you brushing your teeth? You know, are your showers one minute long? You don't even get to the feet because the water dripped on them. They're clean. No, like loving your body, Guilty. really being slow about all of it. Um, part of our podcast name is Vibrate Into a New Reality. That is breaking programs. That is shedding skin. That is picking up the veil. When Alicia was talking about the crying, I put taking off the mask. You know, like as you cry, you shed. You are like releasing. You are letting go. Like you are taking your mask off, the mask that you wear every single day in whatever different identity that you have. And so what I started this podcast with, I'm not sure how much time we have left, but the way I started it was, was kind of a current state of affairs, current state of events. How are people, or how can we shed light if we haven't already on the coronavirus pandemic and the energy and stuff that's wrapped into that in addition to the uprising and the racial tensions. These are two humongous, major, socially dominated events that are happening in certain groups. If you're living from the land and you're just all about consciousness, you may have no idea what's going on in that part of the world. And then just global economy and the shifts that are happening with money and like 
kind of curious as to your perspective on those three major things that people may be feeling. You know, they may feel that people may have been laid off. People may not have any more money in their savings. They may be like asking family for money. And it may be happening to people that you would have never thought it, they would experience it. And um, as this is an opportunity. So curious. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what we just talked about is the priority. We, this is how we change the world. Everything we're seeing outside of us, good, bad, right, or wrong, if we want to judge it, is a reflection. It's the macro-microcosm stuff here. You could put names on it. You can put scenarios, situations, and stories. I don't want to take away from what's happening. And at the same time, the chaos outside of us is a reflection of the collective chaos inside of us. And we clear the chaos one individual person at a time. Mm -hmm. The shadows and the fears of the world are coming up right now. This forced stop is making us really look at who we are, what we want, what matters to us. Where have we been caught up in the hustle and bustle and that's not even who we are? Where have we been addicted to the hustle and bustle and we don't even know how to live without doing it like that? We've been addicted to the busy, addicted to the crazy. And so we, we could drill it down to like one specific story. We could drill it down to the racism. We could drill it down to that. But we also have to trust that there is a lot of media that's causing a lot of shakeup right now. And it's by design. And there are some shifts going on in the governments and there are some shifts going on in the monetary systems and the banking and all of that stuff. And so these are times to ask yourself who you are, what matters to you, what you really want. Planning a garden is never a bad idea. Where do you want to be? What do you care about? And do your work, do your inner work because your outside reflects your inside every single time. And so we can get really caught up in how we save the world on the outside. But if we really understand how consciousness works, we start playing this game inside. That is the revolution. It's the involution. Mm -hmm. We've got to go inside. We can fight this all day outside. We can fight it, fight it, fight it. Fighting isn't the way. We got to start going inside of ourselves and loving ourselves. We change the world by changing ourselves. That's as specific as I'm going to get. The stories will always be out there. The crazy things will always be out there. And the media will make sure you know about them because they want people to watch. They get paid for the views. And we got to stop living life looking for the views, mm -hmm. looking for the likes. What do you like about yourself? Get inside there. What do you like about yourself where you don't need anybody else to like you? Self-love and self-acceptance is key. Emotions, understanding your emotions, being able to express yourself and everything right now, is everything ever is always about opening the heart. So we could get really specific about all the stories, but you know what? You know what happens when that happens? There's a right and a wrong. And someone's going to think, well, that's not the way. This is the way. And when you are still caught up in that separation, when you're still caught up in everyone needs to believe it your way and every other way is wrong, fight for this or fight for that or don't believe in this or don't believe in that. And I play the neutrality game. And I'm sure there's judgments about that too. But the most important thing that I can contribute to the world is my frequency. 
and I like to contribute a clean, pure, peaceful frequency. And I've done a lot of work to get to that point because I've lived through separation and I've lived through my way being right and needing to convince someone of my way and needing to believe a certain way. But that just constantly creates division and I'm here to hold that field of unity consciousness that I know to be true. Before we came into this separation of these ideas of our physical form and, and our different identities, we were all the one connected together. And so a lot of what's happening right now is the gnashing of teeth, the Bible stories, the fightings and the separations and the revelations and all of that. I've played those games before. I'm just at a point now and I'm holding a field and an example, and many of us are, of what that pure love looks like. And it's mm-hmm. not just like, hey, peace and love, man. It's not that. I mean, and, and then it is that. But it really is. The most important thing is the field of energy that you're holding in your body, your nervous system. How does your nervous system feel? Are you feeling all jacked up? Are you feeling anxious? You'll see that outside of you. If you feel peace, you'll feel peace. You'll see peace. You will attract peace. You will reflect peace. The people around you will reflect that back to you because that's how energy works. That's how quantum works. And we're starting to live or shift or become aware of these quantum realities mm-hmm. that we're in where we're not, you know, Joe, Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about one of the biggest lies we've ever been told is that we're linear beings in linear time. We've been caught up in this construct of time and we look at everything from a linear time perspective. Eventually you get into this quantum reality where there is no time and there is no space and you're creating from your energy field and you start playing this real quantum game where what you are feeling in the body, you're putting out in the field and you're experiencing it. This is some deep, fun mm-hmm. stuff. You don't have to go quantum if you don't want to, but I, I would highly recommend that you start playing around with this stuff. Start looking at quantum fields. Start looking at Dr. Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton. And what's that dude's name? Greg Braden. Start looking at that stuff. Start playing with the gene keys in human design. This is just mm-hmm. the stuff that's brought me to the consciousness level where I feel so much peace in my body and I don't feel separation. I don't feel judgment. I don't feel the need to hate another person. I don't feel the need to judge another person or gossip about another person. I don't feel the need to see myself as better than someone else. These are the ways that you start to understand the bigger picture of who we are and, and why we're here. And not everybody wants to go there yet. There's personal responsibility and empowerment. It's easier sometimes to let somebody else be the leader, or let somebody else do the work, or, or blame somebody else for the hardships. But I challenge you all, we challenge you all, I know mm-hmm. you too, DH, because you're living in this world too, to rise, to rise to your true nature, to rise to your true self, to your true sovereignty, to your true freedom. And this is an inside game. It's an inside game. Start going in there. We can get really distracted with the outside stuff. I'm not, this isn't you being hurtless or selfish by going inside. Mm-hmm. There are answers there, and you will find a deep peace and understanding when you go there, and you stop relying on the outside world, other people, and the media mm-hmm. for guidance.
Yeah, I mean, I have two things to add, and if you have anything else to add after that, I think when we talk about the media, I mean, it brings me back to what I was sharing with you guys about the the pie chart. Think of your own energetic pie chart. Think, correlate that to your nervous system. And if we have, I'm using Alicia as an example, as we talk about nature, self, and service, her life is pretty much dominated by feeding and nurturing herself, connecting with nature, and then serving and sharing her gifts. The other part of that pie chart, like I said, is the small percentage to do the rest of the work. And so what's happening is the collective pie chart is almost the opposite. 75% of the collective energy is wrapped into the media, is wrapped into old stories, old timelines, um, density, just hate, violence, those types of things can dom gossip can dominate our energetic vibration. Our systems are being occupied by non-light or non-love. And so if you can bring that into the media, there's two sides of the media. One that wants you to believe this story, one that wants you to believe this story. And they're abstract things competing for your buy-in. And when you buy into one, you latch on energetically and then you give your power away. You give your, your independence away because you've latched onto a story that came from the outside. So that's, let's say that's A, B, and C. A is one side of it, B is the other side of it. But then C is our inner voice, our inner perspective, our inner guidance, our inner light, that which we show up to the world as and that's the one we need to continue to nurture because that's the one that contributes to who we really are remembering who we really are showing up as we are living in fulfillment and, and enlightenment or in light that's what we need to understand is that there is that other option and not to be fearful in accessing it and there's so many resources there's so many um supporters that aren't telling you to buy into their way they're just holding a mirror up to you as I was receiving people holding the mirror up to me and said, hey, do the inner work, go inside, go dig into yourself. Here's some resources and some tools that do that. But that's why I love using the pie chart about self, nature, and service because it's feeding that inner knowledge, that inner guidance, that inner wisdom that helps me show up and share and live free. Truly, that's what we want is true freedom, personal freedom. And so, Again, ask ourselves what story we're believing, which one we've latched onto, and which one we need to clear and, and show up in that way. And focus on your breathing all day, mm -hmm. every day, three to five times a day. You should stop everything and connect with your breath. Fill your belly up, count to five, let it out. Five, in your nose, out your mouth. But understand there's an emotion, there's something tied to each part of tension that we're carrying. So if we're doing the dishes and we notice all of a sudden our jaw is clenched, you know, what are you holding on to? If, you, if, you're, if you're cleaning or you're, you're listening to someone and your forehead is clenched, what are you holding on to? You know, if you're, in, if you're with someone that you have an energetic vibration with or attention with, what's tight? Is your, is, your, is your stomach tight? Is your chest tight? Is your posture hunched over? Or is it open and free and full? And are you breathing slow? Are you thinking slow? And so... Thinking slow, mm -hmm. loosen up and flow, mm -hmm. <laughs> let go, surrender. Mm -hmm. That's the game. That's what we play here. If you find yourself constricted, restricted, 
loosen up, breathe, surrender, let go. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad that we had a little reunion of this. Mm-hmm. We got to keep these things going. We're sending you all so much love. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing that's become pretty cool from this whole camp out has been um, I've started doing these Zooms, which have been really fun. And then I've started doing these personal one-on-one deep dive sessions. So if you have any interest in connecting with your blueprints, um, I've been doing some pretty powerful experience. I've been experiencing pretty powerful stuff as I've been connecting people with their blueprints and helping them connect with who they designed themselves to be and what they came here to do, your purpose, your life's work, your frequency, your human dynamics, how you process emotions, how you're designed to make decisions, kind of your main purposes and goals for why you came here into the human form at this specific time and uh, connecting you to your gifts so um, and your emotions. So if that is something that you might be interested in, just private Facebook me. That's probably the best way to get in touch with me. Feel free to friend us on Facebook, like our page. Um, and definitely we look forward to chatting with you next time. Yeah, we love you guys. We're looking forward to bringing more content. And I'm glad that we were able to reconnect in 2020. It's like out of the middle of the year and it's <laughs> been such a, no one will ever forget 2020. And um, we look forward to coming back at you with some, some more. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and expanding your mind and opening your heart to receiving new information, different perspectives from two people that you may have never heard of or you may have known before. And you're seeing us step into our new reality. So thank you so much. We're sending love and blessings to you. If you have any ideas or any subjects that you would like us to discuss, that you would like us to vibe and flow with and share with the world, please send that feedback to us. We are always open um, to new information on how we can integrate with you guys. In addition, if you want to support our podcast in any way, please reach out to us and we would love to share that information on how you can support us and we can continue to facilitate and share new content and new information with you guys. And remember, vibrate into a new reality. Yo, yo, yo. It's time to go, go, go. Don't be slow. We're about to show. You have to expand. Expand your reality. Deprogram. Breaking through your mind. Breaking through your mind, breaking through your mind.